Asha Daya is a journalist, a TEDx speaker, host, and now author. She was born in England, but spent most of her childhood in Australia. Asha is a self-described talker. She's always been talkative and loved performing. She actually had aspirations to be an actress, but later found it to not be a good fit. That's when TV hosting came about. Suddenly, Asha was working as a television host for some major networks. Once she felt established, she wanted to explore some new challenges and opportunities outside Australia. That brought her to Hollywood. But the move proved to be difficult, and Asha may have underestimated the challenges she would face in Los Angeles. Down on her luck, Asha longed for a shoulder to lean on, a community that she didn't have here in the U.S. So she started a blog, Girl Talk HQ. Little did she know, Asha's media savvy, her desire to share her truth, and her website would lead Asha down a new path that would open doors she never expected. I'm Bobby Gonzalez, and this is Spoken Dreams. My name is Asha Dyer. I'm a journalist, I'm a TEDx speaker, and I'm an author. I am originally from Australia. Um, I was actually born in England, um, moved to Australia when I was um, eight years old with my family. Uh, Little Asha was always talking and always making mischief. In every single one of my report cards at school, I would get good grades, but there was always a caveat. Asha is an A student or a a B student, but she talks too much in class. So that may have been a negative to those teachers, but for me, I guess, as I grew up, I channeled it into something that became my career. I talk for a living, I guess, TV hosting and hosting events. Um, I was always very interested in performing. I grew up in a town called Brisbane, which is a major city, but it's not... It's not a performing arts hub by any means, not like Sydney in Australia. So Brisbane is like a working city and I always had aspirations to leave and, you know, go to the big the big smoke and make it big. I love performing. I used to want to be an actress. That was my thing because growing up in Australia, you see all American movies and TV shows and that was my ideal. I thought, okay, that's what I've got to aspire to. And my plan was, I mean... As much as a 17-year-old can plan for something as difficult as a performing arts career, I went to college and I did a Bachelor of Arts and I majored in journalism and film. So that was kind of my base and it just helped me have some sort of a foundation for media. Um, But then beyond that, I, I signed up with an agent and I was doing extra work on commercials, TV shows, movies that were being made. But then when I started acting, I realized I was really bad. And I just felt like it wasn't a good fit for me. I always felt like I was faking it or I was never quite as good at it as I thought I would be. And then I auditioned for a national kids TV show um, on a major broadcast network and I got the role. There were six of us that got the part of these daily kids hosts. So when I kind of fell into TV hosting, I was like, okay, this is a good fit for me. I can be myself. I can interview really cool interesting people go to really amazing places and and just ask the questions that I want to ask as a naturally curious person and and talk a lot so yeah that kind of started the ball rolling from there I worked for Disney MTV a bunch of other bigger Australian networks equivalent to broadcast networks here so I think once I kind of established myself in the hosting world I felt like I wanted to be challenged a bit more 
uh, be open to bigger opportunities. I felt like I had achieved everything that I wanted to in Sydney, where I was based, and decided to further those um, ambitions by moving to Hollywood, of course. That was when I started putting in place a plan of, okay, now I know what it's like to work in the industry. You need an agent. You need some sort of experience. You need a resume. You need headshots, all of that. So I kind of equipped myself as much as I could when I moved over here, but it was still jumping into the deep end because I was, what's the phrase, Uh, a big fish in a small pond kind of thing in Sydney, and I moved over here, and all of a sudden I was in a massive, massive ocean where everyone was just as ambitious if not more so than me and had been doing it for years and I was very naive but I think being naive is a good thing because it helps just it stops you from being too fearful I think Um, and for me that was definitely true so once I got here I was like all right I'm gonna just do the same thing I'm gonna get an agent I'm gonna get a manager I'm gonna start doing auditions and get hosting jobs but that it didn't turn out as well as I'd planned moved to Los Angeles in 2008, probably the worst year to move anywhere, um, just before the economy crash. And the year before that, there was a huge writer's strike, I believe. Uh, so that the industry was changing, the, um, the economy was just going crazy. And so for me and a lot of other hosts like me who are up and coming, we had to figure out, well, what do we do now? I definitely had a ton of moments where I thought, did I do the right thing? Should I have just stayed in Australia for a little bit longer, perhaps? I mean, how was I supposed to predict this was going to happen, right? And my dad was kind of sick at the time and my mom was looking after him and my sister was getting married, and but I still came here. And, you know, in those moments of regret, I was like, you know, I could have stayed home and helped her with the wedding and helped my mom with my dad and he's fine now. But, um, yeah, those kind of thoughts went through my mind. But the other side of the story is when I moved here... I come from a really um, religious background as well, uh, a conservative evangelical background. And so when I moved here, I joined a very large church and I met this guy and I was 24 at the time. And so alongside my career and trying to get that going, I was very, very involved in this church community. And so even though I was struggling with the career side, I felt like I had this family quote-unquote a different kind of family that I was part of a community so I didn't go back because of that I and I got married to that guy and it turned out really awful I we were together for four years married for three and by the time I was 29 um, the marriage was abusive and so I decided okay this I need to get out of this I left the church left him and once I kind of left that situation start I had to start all over again for the second time in, in Hollywood. But that really helped me figure out who I was as a person during those struggles. And I think my career really started to take shape in the form that it is today, having gone through that divorce, having gone through that experience and realizing that maybe it was that relationship and, and part of that community, which was a little bit toxic, that held me back. I thought I was on this track and then that happened and then all of a sudden I was on a whole different path. And um, yeah, that kind of led me where I am today and, and led me to think about things, what am I actually passionate about? What am I doing here? Do I just want to be famous, quote unquote? Do I just want to be seen? Or do I want to do something that's going to make an impact? And I guess for me, going through a divorce happened to be the thing that, the catalyst that helped me realize all of that. Mm-hmm. 
after I after I'd gotten through this divorce, one of the things that really struck me was how much of a community I needed because I'd left that church community and I didn't have any other community and I really craved a lot of conversations with girlfriends that I was missing back home and girlfriends that I didn't really have yet in in Hollywood and so I decided well maybe I should just try something with this social media thing maybe I'll start a blog and so I started this blog in 2012 called girltalkhq.com I I had like a vague idea of what I wanted it to be I I kind of wanted to use my media passion and experience and create a digital way for women to share their stories with one another to talk to each other and just be real and candid about what they were going through for me it was going through a divorce and uh, leaving a church community and moving to a new country and starting a career for someone else it was a health um, journey and you know all different things and so that's kind of how that platform started kind as my own need you know to find and connect with people and doing it digitally was great because you connect with thousands of people that you wouldn't face to face you know so that's kind of where my digital experience and my personal experience led me to starting that blog and a lot of it was me saying to myself well I can do whatever I want you know there's no rules this is like a whole new landscape let's just try things and see what works see what doesn't and just figure it out you know I don't have to follow someone else's path I don't have to listen to someone else who's the gatekeeper which is what happens in broadcast TV and a lot of traditional media spaces but for the digital world it was like anything goes just try anything and see what happens you know that has opened up so many really amazing opportunities I've hosted events for UN women I have done keynote addresses for um, UCLA and Accenture on um, International Women's Day. I regularly get called to moderate panels for different women's conferences and events. I spoke at the United State of Women um, uh, event in Los Angeles in 2018. I spoke at the March for Moms rally. I've done just really cool things that I never would have thought of doing having gone through these specific personal and professional experiences. And so I'm really thankful for the digital media world allowing me to do that and I think the event that really made me realize that okay this is what I'm meant to be doing I was asked to give a keynote address for International Women's Day I got a chance to share about my career journey the highs and the lows and how I came to um, Hollywood and you know why I do what I do basically and and why I want to empower women and share their stories and voices and it was just really cool to for myself to go through that and see my own journey but then afterward I had a couple of women come up to me and they were all different ages and they were like oh my gosh I'm so glad you talked about your career and the difficulties you went through I've been thinking of quitting my job and I'm going to do it I was like good for you it was just really empowering to know that just speaking my truth and being authentically who I am and not trying to fake it and present myself as something that I'm not is what is going to draw people to me is is what is going to help other people share their truth and be authentic and open up and make the world a little bit less lonely I guess so that's what made me realize okay cool there's something to this and so ever since then I I realized the platform is not just about any women's issues or just news stories it's about women sharing their stories and how to connect with other people and and feel less alone you know with the things that we go through I think every human being wants that you know to feel like their voice matters they matter 
and they, they've got a community around them. So yeah, that event really solidified it for me. From Girl Talk HQ in 2019, I had a literary agent reach out to me and and he said, I've been looking at your blog, it's really cool, I love what you're doing with all these women's stories and the women that you're interviewing. Would you be interested in writing a book? I was like, I guess, I don't know. I've never really thought about it much. I'm just focused on these projects that I'm doing. And he's like, well, you know, the second Wonder Woman movie is coming out um, in the following year and you could do something to tie into that momentum and also International Women's Day and Women's History Month. And right now we're in a moment of women rising up politically, socially and culturally and sharing their voices and stories and, you know, uh, looking for positions of leadership and you're talking about all of that in your blog would you think about putting a book together I was like yeah that's a good idea actually yeah let's do that um so we put a proposal together and we sent it off to a bunch of uh publishing houses and within two weeks we got a three offers and a week after that we signed a deal with Dover Publications based on the east coast I was like is it supposed to happen this quickly and my and my agent had actually said to me just be prepared sometimes getting a book deal can take six months or more it's a long process I'm like cool no worries I've done my part I didn't intend on writing a book so anything is a bonus from here on out within two weeks he was like all right here's your deal I got a deal with Audible and Dover Publications actually to do an audio book and the physical book and he's like all right you're writing a book I'm like whoa that happened way too quickly and then it made me realize okay this is the kind of stuff when things just fall into place again it reiterates this is where I'm meant to be and I'm meant to be doing this even though I never thought of it and so just staying open to those opportunities and putting yourself out there and trying different things creatively you never know what can happen and so that's how the book came about and I only had about six months to put it together but I hustled and I got it done and so the book is a collection of 50 plus interviews and profiles of women of all ages and backgrounds from around the world but mostly in the US and North America who are just doing really badass awesome things in their country in their community they're not famous they're not every day in the headlines but they are and that's why the book is called Today's Wonder Women Everyday Superheroes Who Are Changing the World and it's just like a beautiful full circle moment of why I started this blog years ago I wanted to share these women's stories who weren't celebrities but they mattered and their stories and voices mattered and now I get to release a book into the world it's like whoa that's really cool so just doing these few different projects alongside Girl Talk HQ has just been it's just been really awesome just to go on that journey and see what opportunities open up it's crazy because lately I've been thinking back on my journey and my life and especially now having two kids being married twice having lived in three different countries uh, in my lifetime and having this just really incredible creative career I often think to myself if only I could go back five years even just five years ago or 10 years ago and tell myself hey in 2020 you're going to be doing xyz you're going to have a book coming out you're going to be developing a tv series you're going to be doing this blog you're going to be a tedx speaker i would be like shut up that's there's no way that's not what i want to do i want to be an actress i want to do this and i would love to be able to tell myself stay open to the journey uh, be authentic and don't be afraid of 
who you are and what your voice is. Don't try and be other people. Don't try and copy what other people are doing because your journey is your journey and that's what's going to make you successful, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I would. I often reflect on just the places that I've come from and what I've done along the way because it's something I would never would have imagined for myself. I mean, who does? You know, a- anyone can look back on their life and just go, whoa. I did that. That's that's amazing. So I think that's a really good way of staying positive and, you know, I, I journal a lot as well. So when I look back through my journal, I realize that a lot of the things that I was trying to get, be, things that I was really ambitious about, I'm like, I got all of those things. Like, that's really cool when you put those intentions into the world and you work really hard and you try different things, you know, don't be afraid to to take a risk and, and don't be afraid to fail as well because that's just part of the journey. You just never know what might happen. But I think what I would share from my heart is don't let anyone define who you are. Your voice is your voice for a reason. Your life and your journey is you're on this path for a reason. I've come to the realization that there are two things that every human being in this world wants to to love and be loved and to feel like they matter. And so I think to do the key to getting those things and being those things is to just stay authentic. That's the best wisdom that I can share. Excellent wisdom there from Ashadaya. Visit the website, ktla.com slash Spoken Dreams for more. There you can find Asha's TEDx talk on women's reproductive rights, her website, Girl Talk HQ, and more in her book, Today's Wonder Women, Everyday Superheroes Who Are Changing the World. That comes out March 18th to celebrate Women's History Month. Follow KTLA Podcasts on social. We're on Instagram and Twitter at KTLA Podcasts. And you can find me on Instagram at Sounds Like Bobby. Thanks to those of you who have subscribed and are sharing this podcast with friends and family. If you haven't already, take a second to leave us a review. Doing so helps us keep bringing you this kind of content. That's all for this week. Until next time, break a leg.